Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss Ben Folds. What you are about to hear is deeply disturbing. This week, we're going to talk about Ben Folds, Ben Folds 5, and all of Ben's side projects. One of my favorite artists. Great artist. I think I've seen him four or five times now. And each show, without the benefit of any sort of gadgetry, big screens, anything, has always been highly entertaining, fun, uh, and of course, you know, really awesome. Oh, he puts on a great show. And actually, I've seen Ben Folds. Four times, three times in show, uh, well, two times solo in a show that I paid for. One time with the five, opening mm-hmm. for um, um, Bare Naked Ladies. And, well, that was and, back in the day then? No, no, no. This was just when they reformed. Really? Yep. Uh, okay. I saw them open for Bare Naked Ladies. And then one time in a show that I did not even pay for, watching from a hotel window. You're right. You, I think you told me that story. It was you and your wife. Yep. We and- were, we were do, uh, celebrating our 20th anniversary out in California. The idea was we were going to spend a couple of nights in uh, San Francisco and then do uh, the rest of the vacation in uh, Napa, in the Napa, Valley, Napa Valley. We were in our hotel room in San Francisco and down there was like a great big patio area. Mm-hmm. They were having what's called a white party, which is everybody shows up dressed in white. It's a, Apparently it's a very rich thing because it looked like a very big, very rich clientele. And, you know, my, my wife Kim and I were up in our hotel room, and all of a sudden we heard a very f- familiar voice singing from down there. And we both kind of looked at each other and said, holy shit, that's Ben Folds. And we went to the window, and literally right down from our window, we just opened up the window and watched Ben Folds perform for free. I used to see him occasionally around um, Chapel Hill back before they split up, uh, like at Pepper's Pizza. Okay. I wouldn't starstruck because he's not really that kind of guy. He's just kind of a normal guy um, who happens to be incredibly talented. I think yes. he's been married like five times. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, the reason that popped into my mind, because you said it was, what, your 20th anniversary? Yes. What, 22 years together now? Yeah, well, it'll be 22 years uh, uh, actually next next month. What, what month are we in? We're in June. We're in 2016. No, we're in July. Wait, we're in July. We're in July. It's this month. Oh, man. The, tw- the 23rd. The, tw- the 23rd of this month I got will be 22 years. Fantastic, man. And I, I sincerely mean that. Bravo. Especially to Kim. I mean, God knows she's had it hard. I don't know how this woman puts up with me. I, I can barely put up with you. I know. I only see you like once a week. I, While we're congratulating and doing all this kind of side stuff, I, I just want to say tomorrow is July 4th, and we really truly appreciate uh all the things that we're able to do like this podcast without being censored and without you know threat of death from uh the government for saying things paul gets a little on hand sometimes he says some stuff that is right on the edge right on the edge right yeah i mean i you know the things i have to cut out that paul says makes what i say pale in comparison oh my god yeah i mean once i get going I and mean, we, we both could probably be arrested right now <laughs> but anyway thank you veterans thank you uh people who are serving right now and if anybody is listening we would be glad to give you a shout out in fact if anybody's listening that 
would like their name said on the show who's a fan will be happy to to give you kudos because we really appreciate it absolutely almost all of our listeners come from the united states or some in the uk some in canada but a sizable amount in egypt oddly egypt yeah howdy egypt yeah hey egypt whoever whoever's out there in egypt Man, send us something. Yeah, send drop us, us a line. We'll yeah. give you a shout out. I, I would, I would love to hear like how you found us and why and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why would you be listening to us? And then finally, again, uh, we would love to get any comments, feedback. We have a whole lot of listeners who've told me that they listen to our show based off the of links from Facebook and such, but they don't subscribe, and a lot of them aren't really familiar, I guess, with podcasts enough to do that. But on iTunes and Podbean, you can subscribe to us and get the uh, the feed from us automatically every week or every other week when we do this. We would love to have you do that, not only so that we get downloads, but also it gives us a better gauge of how many people are listening. And uh, the reason we want to know that is because we want to tailor things to what you might like. And, you know, we'll, right, still, yeah. we'll still throw some curveballs in there. But, you know, if somebody truly wanted us to talk about a band that they're interested in, between the two of us, we'll know something. We'll be able to put on a show for you. Right. So, back to Ben Folds. Yes. Ben Folds was the first concert I took my kids to. Ben Folds opening up for Tori Amos. Awesome. It was a great show. It was a great uh, show. Uh, solo or with the five? Uh, all solo, both of them. Okay. Which was really cool. Yeah. Two times in a row, Ben uh, wanted to play the Snoop Dogg song, Bitches Ain't Shit. That ain't Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dre? That is, is Dr. Dre. But it is Snoop rapping on it oh is it it is i did not i, I always thought that was just a dre song smart ass see yeah don't see, mess I, with I, me man see i thought i was calling you out i know my gangster rap <laughs> bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks lick on these nuts and suck the dick let's get the fuck out after you're done and i hops in my ride to make a quick run i used to know a bitch named eric wright we used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night Tighter than a motherfucking gangster beats And we was born on the motherfucking Compton streets Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks Lick on these nuts and suck a dick Guess the fuck out after you're done And I hops in my ride to make a quick run I took my daughter to see uh, Ben Fold's solo show And my daughter at the time was uh, 11 She was about 11 years old Yeah, I know where this is going I'm standing there with my 11-year-old daughter when he starts singing Bitches Ain't Shit. And it was one of those most those really deeply uncomfortable moments mm-hmm. where my 11-year-old daughter and I just stared straight ahead. We did not look at each other <laughs> the entire time until the song was completely over, and then we pretended it never happened. <laughs> See, I, I had the same thing happen to me twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest was old enough to, you know, get it, but I don't think she understood why he was doing it. Or she didn't get the context that this wasn't his song. Yeah. Uh, but she was kind of confused. And then my youngest, I just scooped her up and said, hey, let's go to the restroom. I'm going to take you over here and get mm-hmm. you a Coke or something. And the whole time I'm talking, blah, 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 blah. You know, just trying to talk over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, the first time I heard it that, you know, he was doing and what he was doing. And then I think it was on a B-side ultimately. Yeah. And then he, you know, continued to play it. So uh, I know that also he was invited to play somewhere, I want to say in Boston, and they asked him, you know, would you um, please kind of watch the language? And he refused, so he didn't play. 
you know, it's I don't know if you've never seen Ben Folds live, you know, or even the Ben Folds Five or you know any of those. You you need to see Ben Folds live. Yeah, yeah. it's important. I mean, even the Radio City show, he he ended up he stopped a song right in the middle at the end of the show, and he warned everybody. He says, you know, if I go over this time, I think it was eleven o'clock. Yeah. If I go even one minute over eleven o'clock, then I have to pay extra money. In order to play here, so he literally played until the very stroke of eleven o'clock. Stopped the song right in the middle and said, "Good night, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> but he does really cool stuff, and you've seen this where yeah. where he'll like stick towels under the piano uh, wires, right, and then play the piano strings uh, sort of in a percussive type way, and he gets this very you know electronic sound. Oh, he did all kinds of stuff like that with the five. And, yeah, and they, yeah, they would always jam on stuff like that. Oh, and. and I love the interplay between all of them because the other two guys, hilarious and inventive, the bass player, Robert Sledge, would do some really cool, fun stuff. One of the things that made me like them in the first place, I, I really didn't mind the singles, you know, Brick and uh, uh, Don't Change Your Plans. In fact, right. I, I really like those because I like kind of 70s type music and they kind of pulled from that to me, especially Don't Change Your Plans in the middle with the trumpet. That Don't Change Your Plans is probably one of my favorite Ben Folds 5 yeah, songs. Yeah, I love that. I sat here on my suitcase in our empty new apartment till the sun went down. And I walked back down the stairs with all my bags and drove away. He must be freaking out. seen them live at this point and my friend had a dvd and i think it was live from 54th street or something to that effect and in the bonus material there's lots of various clips of them and on one song they're jamming and they go into what sounds like almost like a humble pie kind of like audience sing-along you know sort of totally tongue-in-cheek right and then also play black sabbath by black sabbath yeah yeah and robert sledge jumps up on the piano and then He's playing the riff, and I mean, they did, you know, and Ben Folds throws his, his uh, piano stool at the piano. Like, it, it was sort of kind of taking the piss out of, you know, rock star, big rock star stuff. Right. But in a really fun way. Yeah. And uh, I loved how he, he would do stuff like uh, encourage the audience to sing along with parts, but he would do it, and, you know, I want this side to sing in this key, and he would kind of sing it to him and have him practice, and then right. this side do this. And it would. I hate that stuff normally. I really do hate when people say, come on, clap, sing, or, you know, try to get you to sing back and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But he would do it in a way that was really fun. Well, the thing is, I mean, what he was doing, no, nobody, nobody should be able to pull off. Okay. He would basically split the crowd into three parts and have the crowd do a three-part harmony. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in uh, You Are Not the Same. or I 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That yeah. that the end that ending part, and then also Army, the trumpet parts. Right. Right. So he he would get the crowd to do well with army it would be a two-part harmony so you had the left and the right side uh doing the harmony but with uh, not the same it was a three-part harmony and three-part harmonies are hard enough to do when you've got three people oh yeah i mean okay I can't, he, I he's got do... a crowd yeah okay he's got a crowd of people split into three groups and somehow he's getting them to pull off a three-part harmony that's fucking amazing yeah yeah and the other thing i noticed when you go to shows is there's a lot of the kinds of people that you would typically um, not want to have at a show, the people who talk too much, the the mm. frat type people and stuff. But he keeps everybody engaged and he keeps your attention with no special anything going on. Him and a piano. Yeah. Uh, and the band too. Uh, what's your what's your what's your first introduction to Ben Foltz? I, I started listening right around the time that um, Rock in the Suburbs. Okay, so came, came out. So the broken five, up. The five was over. Yeah. Okay. When I when I started listening, but the first thing I listened to was the first Ben Folds Five record. Right. Which is I think it's just called Ben Folds Five. Right. I, I listened to that and whatever and ever. Amen. Absolutely yes. lo- love that one too. Yep. And the unauthorized biography of Reinhold Mesner is one of my favorite records of all time. I, I think that's a total classic album. That, like that really, really unauthorized is. biography of Reinhold Mesner. If you have not listened to it, fucking listen to it. It yeah. is great. Absolutely. was uh whatever and ever on man because of the single brick you know at the time brick was yeah post grunge but still music was decent and at first you hear it you think uh mopey you know post grunge kind of stuff and then really the hook you know is great and when i listen to the lyrics it, i i could tell this was a true story right you know and it's basically a story about him and his girlfriend having to have an abortion and then having to tell her parents afterwards they call her name at 7.30 I pace around the parking lot And I walk down to buy her flowers And sell some gifts that I got Can't you see It's not me
everything about it felt real, that he had to go and sell some of his Christmas gifts or take some of his Christmas gifts back, Yeah, you know, to help pay for it and to get her flowers and stuff. Yeah. And how after it was over, they both just, you know, something was dead in them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in this kind of age of everybody trying to make an event like an abortion seem like no big deal... If you love somebody and you have that happen, no, doesn't matter what your politics are, it is a big deal. And that that song actually summed it up really well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that song I think was really honest about it. But still, I thought of him as Elliot Smith kind of artist, you know, like a, a not like somebody who really would have this show and this exuberance, and you know, and I hadn't quite heard enough to hear the incredible hooks. In oh these my songs. God! Yeah. Until the next album. The Unauthorized Biography of Reinhold Messner. Yes, that's such a long title. I can't stress enough how good of a record that is. What, what's your favorite song on it? Uh, Don't Change Your Plans. Yeah, well, see, that song is when I really got interested. And the reason why is because that middle part, when the trumpet comes in, mm-hmm. I really could hear all of these kind of cheesy 70s things that I really love, Yeah. but being taken to a different level and incorporated in you know, a modern art. The- That's where I'm gonna Definitely listen to some of that stuff that, you know, you and I talk about sometimes that is a disconnect between our two tastes. Right. I guarantee you he knew uh, stuff like Herb Albert and, you know, the Carpenters. Oh, yeah. And all that stuff. Without a doubt, you know, all of the, the kind of 70s schmaltzy stuff, he knew. He, he's he's the same age as I am. So right. it, that's not an accident. Uh, you couldn't really avoid that. That's what was on the radio and stuff. Right. Things like... Um, 10cc i'm not in love you know mm. stuff like that i love that stuff another thing was he was playing stuff that i recognized from a period of music that i listened to that probably still isn't cool and that some people might still roll their eyes at mm-hmm. and that was really the early elton john and even the early billy joel albums right because i unabashedly will defend billy joel up to and including the nylon curtain Fingers 
can't see anybody knocking Billy Joel. The problem is everything after that approximate same time for both the artists, Uh uh, you know, because we went from the Nylon Curtain, which to me is a classic album. That's an homage to the Beatles. Right. To Uptown Girl, that doo-woppy shit he did. Well, it was was the 80s. But I fucking hate An Innocent Man. I hate that album. And everything after it to me is just boring. But I hate that album so much. And then, you know, Elton was great until him and Bernie kind of split. Right. And then Elton started doing videos and the whole 80s thing. And Well, the 80s pretty much destroyed a lot of good music. Right, right. Like we've mentioned. We, we, we've talked about this yeah, a lot. we could go on and on about that. You can't deny there's some hooks and stuff in both of those artists. And I, I truly think that the only way you could hate Ben Folds is if you've never seen him live. And you haven't really listened to anything other than Brick. Put it this way. There is absolutely nothing objectionable about Ben Folds. Well, I've heard people say his voice is too whiny. Really? I think Ben Folds is so talented and his songs are so clever and his use of hooks is just so incredible. Right. That if you don't like Ben Folds, there's something wrong with you. Maybe maybe there is something wrong. I mean, I yeah. kind of hang out with some questionable people. Well, yeah, and I do too. Yeah. You know? well, and, yeah. You're looking at me. What? Nothing, nothing. Okay. So then Ben Folds 5 breaks up. Right. And, and we could talk ad nauseum about songs in their catalog. Like, one I, I want to bring up is Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's something else that's great? Well, we got to talk about Song for the Dumped. Great fucking song. Yeah. We've all been there. Not terribly politically correct, but to me, that was hilarious. And Give Me Back My Black T-Shirt. <laughs> See, the, the reason that's the reason I like him. Is because he will put lines in there that really are like kind of random, but you know what he's talking about. Right. And you've had it happen to you, and it just, it's a true story. Give me my money back. Give me my money back, you bitch. Darren Jesse is a really great drummer. He kind of has a jazz touch. Both him and Sledge play to the song, and I know that they probably don't get the credit that they they should get, but they do both right oh, yeah. as part of that band. I'm not sure why they broke up or, or what was going on. Maybe, do, do you know? Why they broke up? Yeah. I, I have no idea why they broke up. I don't think it had anything to do with internal band politics 
at least as much as it does with most bands that break up. Right. And there always always seem to be like a friendly friendliness. Yeah, and I think that that kind of um, improvisational aspect of their show and the interplay and stuff. I don't think you could do that with people who won't speak to each other. That's what makes Ben Folds, and especially Ben Folds 5, right. is the playfulness right. in the lyrics. Uh, I, I was looking up while you, while you were talking, um, the song Battle of Who Could Care Less. Right. Absolutely love that song. Yeah. Love that song, and it's because of the wise-ass lyrics. Also, Magic was written by Darren Jesse. And I love mess. You know what a mess I've made. Oh yeah, and that that's that's cool because it's got kind of got like that that westernish type of shuffle beat going uh-huh. on in there. Great song. See, that's that's where you know the band aspect comes into play so much. Once in a time when I had nothing to
you know, you go see a band and you go see them live, especially, you know, a, a band that's kind of come back to life after a little while. Right. Honestly, you don't really expect them to pull something out brand new that blows your mind. I typically don't buy albums at shows. When they played Erase Me Live, when I saw them last time, they barely finished the song and I ran to get the record. Song. But Erase Me is a great song. <laughs> Almost like the little queen part. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah. I love that shit. Erase me. What the fuck is this? You're crazy. Turn around in two weeks' time. Replace me. Ah, the memory. Everybody knows how it goes. You just erase me. Do me like a pearl and daze me. Fireworks poof. It's gone. Amazing. New bio. You've gone so up. Drawing mustaches on our way. For it to be a new one. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty fucking cool. All right, but let's slide over to Ben's solo album. I, I wanted to make sure that we covered Ben Folds 5, his first solo album, another classic, Rock in the Suburbs. And I think he plays everything on that record. He does. I believe at the time he was living in Australia. I don't know if he was living in Australia. I know he or was, was married. After? He was married to an Australian woman right. for, for a while, so he might have been living there. I know the song, Still Fighting It song, is like heart-wrenching. Again, it feels real. Morning sun, 20 years from now, maybe we'll both sit down and have a few beers. And I can tell you about today and how I picked you up and everything changed. Well, yeah, that's the song for his son. Everybody knows it sucks to grow up. And everybody does. So weird to be back here. Let me tell 
But I can't say enough about that album, especially coming after the unauthorized biography, because that's two home runs in a row. Rock in the Suburbs was was a great, great record. And then, you know, Songs for Silverman, everybody thinks that that was the next record. Right. But there were three EPs, the Speed Graphics, Sunny 16, and Super D. I bought them because I had actually joined the Ben Folds fan club because I'm a fucking geek like that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I actually got all three of those CDs when they came out. That's great. All of them are awesome. In fact, I don't know if it's on Speed Graphic or Sunny 16. I think it's on Sunny 16. Listen to the song All You Can Eat. Son, look at all the people in this restaurant. What do you think they weigh? Not the women to the parking lot. At their SUVs, taking all of the space. They give no fuck, they talk as loud as they want. They give no fuck, just as long as there's enough for them. Gonna get on the microphone down at Walmart and talk about some shit that's been on my mind. Talk about the state of this great nation of ours. People look to your left, yeah, look to your right. They give no fuck, they buy as much as they want. See that asshole with a peace sign on his license plate, giving me the finger and running me out of his lane. God made us number one because he loves us the best. Well, he should go bless someone else for a while. And Give us a rest. You know, just going back to uh, Rock in the Suburbs, just because it's so solid. Nobody complained if I put that on the car and everybody enjoyed it. I'm rocking the suburbs. It's just like Michael Jackson did. I'm rocking the suburbs. You said that he was talented. I'm rocking the suburbs. I take the checks and face the facts. This producer with computers fixes all my shitty tracks. I think he's using like kids instruments like children's instruments in some of it I think that one's probably the most obvious
Oh, and the song Fred Jones Part Two with oh, with, with John McRae singing the low yes. the low harmonies. Yes, awesome. Because yes. I, I mean, I'm I'm a huge huge fan of John McRae. See, I don't know anything about him. Cake. Oh yeah, the he's the Cake. singer of the band. That's him. Cake. Okay. And I I've, I've seen Cake live, and and Cake, they're one of those bands I could do a show on Cake. There was no party. There were no songs, cause today's just a day like the day that he started. No one has left here, knows his first name, and life barrels on like a runaway train where the passengers change. They don't change anything. You get off someone. Fred Jones part two. That was just like my last day at work. You know, they came in and they like grabbed my stuff and they threw me down the stairs, uh, dragged me out the door, spit on me and broke my windshield. All right, let's move on to the next one. Cause I, I tell you what, I, I did not like the luckiest. You did not like the luckiest. I Are thought you... it went schmaltzy. Oh, but it, but it's, oh my God, dude. I, I'm, I have to rethink our friendship for fuck's sake. I was man, that is a, of that. That's a great song. You know, the part where he says, you know, what if I was an old man and, you were a kid on a bicycle. Yeah. That kind of disturbs me. It's it's just a great song. What if I'd been born 50 years before you in a house on a street where you live? Maybe I'd be outside as you passed on your bike, would I know? And in a white sea of eyes, I see one pair that I recognize. Let's talk about some of his side projects. I mean, we can 
we can go on with the rest of his albums, but really I think the bulk of his side projects came before uh, his last couple of solo albums, wouldn't you say? So go for it. You know, he did Fear of Pop. And Fear of Pop, and, and I'm not sure what you thought about that. I wasn't crazy about it. No, no, it's not great. But it was, again, it was kind of like, all right, he has the ability now as an artist to do things that you don't get to do otherwise. He was stretching his legs a little bit. He was trying out something different, you know. I mean, See, he would like reference things that I thought only I or very, very few people would know. And maybe that is true. Personal log, Stardate 3620.7. Am I letting the horrors of the past distort my judgment of the present? Oh, the William Shatner thing was great. Have you ever heard Golden Throats? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. kind of gross. I was going to say that. That's. I think I saw a 70s movie by that <laughs> name. <laughs> but it was all these dudes doing really bad covers of Beatles songs. I can't imagine how bad that would sound. Picture yourself on a train in a station with plasticine porters, with looking glass ties, Suddenly, someone is there at the turnstile. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Well, another one is uh, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> Take me on a trip on your magic swirling ship. My senses have been stripped. My hands can't feel to grip. My toes too numb to step. Wait only my boot heels to be wandering. You're going to love this episode when I drop shit in, man. At the end of the song, mm-hmm. he's kind of going, Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's the worst Shatner impression ever. Really? Can you do a better one? <laughs> I can do, do it. it. I can't. Do, no, you have to do it. It's terrible, man. I'm going to have to cut all this out. Know. You know how much editing I'm going to have to do? <laughs> you started this whole thing. You could have just let it go. No, no I, you I had to point out my deficiencies. Again. Not a fucking chance I'm letting that go. I know, man. It's like, I feel like we're back in couples therapy again. <laughs> kind of takes that, you know, he puts Shatner on a song. I don't remember what song is on Fear of Pop with Shatner. But then he produces Shatner's solo album. Which actually wasn't bad. <laughs> it's funny because he took something that was a joke, uh-huh. but he made it kind of cool. Like the version that they do of Common People by Pulp. I took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. So it started there. I said, pretend you've got no money. She just laughed and said, oh, you're so funny. 
I said, yeah. Well, I can't see anyone else smiling at me. Are you sure? You want to live like common people? You want to see whatever common people see? You want to sleep with common people? You want to sleep with common people like me? But she didn't understand. She just smiled and held my hand. It's a price above a shop. Cut your hair and get a job. Smoke some fudge and play some pool. Pretend you never went to school. But still you'll never get a bite. When you're lying in bed at night. Watch your roaches climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all like common people. You'll never do whatever common people do. You'll never fail like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and drink and screw. Cause there's nothing, there's else, nothing to else to do. perfect a lot of people had they had this opportunity would have made it all a joke or something he tried to actually do something with it he tried to play to Shatner's strengths yeah (laughs) he also produced Amanda Palmer's first solo album he had the band called the Benz and that was just just an EP I don't think they ever did anything after that one EP Ben Folds Ben Queller and Ben Lee are you familiar with Rufus Wainwright yes actually um, the first time I saw Ben Folds he was on a tour with Rufus Wainwright. Ah, so did you see them do Careless Whisper? I feel so unsure As I take your hand Lead you to the dance floor As the music dies Something in your eyes It calls to mind the silver screen And all its sad So what's your favorite track off of that? Songs for Silverman's. It's, it's going to be a tie between You to Thank and Landed. Well, speaking of Landed, when he went to the record label to give them uh, songs for this album, they all but said to him, no, we want you to write a song like Tiny Dancer.
what about the next album? Weighted Normal. The cool story with Weighted Normal is um, in 2008, that was when anytime somebody's coming out with a new record, it would always wind up on, on the internet. Right. So what they did was, what they did was they made a fake Way to Normal record. Basically, it was, it was a fake record. They put it, put it together in one day with a bunch of fake songs, which were actually pretty good, <laughs> but then released it on the internet like that was the record. That's hilarious. It's a, a really good record. Hiroshima is a great song. And probably my favorite song, it's the story of how he fell off the stage. Yeah, and he told that story when I saw him in concert. Probably did as you as well. What a terrible story. <laughs> but he makes it so funny. fell off the stage and he, he got a concussion and basically we he busted his head wide open and he tried to jump up onto the stage and continue the show and then then there was like blood all over his right. piano yeah then yeah. he realized that you know show's over you know what my favorite ben fold song of all time is didn't we already have this discussion did we your favorite ben folds five song is is the new one but what's your favorite ben fold song rock this bitch i'm trying to think was rock this bitch that's a five song uh, no. Is it? It's off the Ben Folds Live album, like Ben Folds 5, but Ben Folds Live. Right. You know the song, right? Yeah, but that song was done with the 5. No. Let's bet on it. One, or maybe it was 2002, it might have been early 2002, I was playing a show here, and I was recording it, it was a live show, and it was just, it was just a solo piano show. And uh, some guy in the audience uh, immortalized himself on my album by screaming, Rock This Bitch, right? And... <laughs> When he said that, I was like, okay, well, I'll make up a song called that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking this up because, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, on, it's on the Ben Folds Live record. What did you say? I'm giving you credit where it's due. You are full of the correctness. Okay, all right. So fuck you very much. <laughs> Rock this bitch. Rock this bitch. Okay. Just ever been rocked before. 
I'm gonna rock this motherfucking beat. All right, well, episode's over. I think we should take this outside. Happy 4th of July, people. Yes. Peace. This has been produced by Donnie Shattuck. Subscribe to the Untitled Music Podcast on iTunes and Spotify.